All right. Megan's dealing with yeah, a talk issue on the phone, so we could Okay. Probably. Well, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Wes Fryer. I'm very glad to get to spend about an hour and 15 minutes with you all. I'm excited you have a new iPad cart. And um, I was a fourth grade teacher when I started teaching, and I'm now an instructional coach in Yukon. I live in Oklahoma City and have three kids. And I love to help teachers create with their iPads. There's a lot of great apps, but kids can now create things and record their voices with their artwork. And so this is what we're going to do today. We are going to create something called narrated art. And um, the latest, I'm going to give Angie a code that she'll be able to email to you or that um, Sabra, am I saying it right? Yay, I got it right, can uh, share with you. Because I wrote my first ebook in 2011 about playing with media. And a lot of it was about the iPad because there's a lot of things that we can do with the iPad. Um, and it's not just playing games and doing apps. We can create. And so my latest project is these are all different products and things that kids can create. And the one that we're going to do today is called narrated art. I'm actually going to record myself just in this uh, in the little instructional part. Um, and I might do the next one too, but just to share, to be able to share that if there, say, um, Sabra is not here and there may be some others that aren't here too. So let me show you a couple examples before we even open the iPad of what we're talking about. Um, I'm going to just open up this first example and I'm going to give you here in a little bit the link so that you can go to these and see. But this is just an example of what we're going to, like, something like what we're going to create. My daughter is in third grade. She goes to Quail Creek Elementary in Oklahoma City Public Schools. In September, we were there at school, and they had displayed art in the hallway, and I just had the app and asked her to talk a little bit about her artwork. So this is what she created. Rachel and I'm at my school Quail Creek Elementary and I'm standing right by my art room and this is one of my projects that I did one of my first projects and it's we did our name and then we put decorated it around it and it's really cool and yeah so tell me a little bit about the decorations that you did and what did they tell you did they give you any directions about what you had to do well first you make you practice making bubble letters because that's what we're doing. So, and then we make wavy lines and we put our name in between the wavy lines and bubble letters. And then after we're done with all of that stuff, we decorate inside the lines and we can do patterns and decorations. And what did you choose to do as your decorations between the lines? Um, I did colors and stuff. And also, I think I did shapes like hexagons, diamonds, hearts, and peace signs, and triangles, and all those things. Okay, so this was kind of an interview with her just in the hallway. Um, the second example that I have linked on our page, and I'm going to give you this link so you'll be able to see these and, and link to them if you want, is in, is in kindergarten. So this is one of our kindergarten teachers, Ms. Murrow. Um, I think she's at Parkland uh, Elementary in, in Yukon. And so she was having her kindergartners talk about some books that they've read. And so this is just a little short one that she did recently with one of her students. What book did you read? Nosy Nora. Very good. What was your favorite part of this book? When her, when Nora spilled her sister's marbles. And why did she spill those marbles? It didn't tell us in the book. Oh. Did she have to wait for something? Yeah, but um, 
Um, it didn't tell us what she had to wait for. You weren't sure what she had to wait for? No. Okay. Why was this your favorite part? Because the marbles look like candy. In the drawing, the illustration. Mm -hmm. Very good. Anything else you want to tell us about the book? Nope. <laughs> nope. That's it. That's all I got for you today. Okay. So. Now let's do some third grade examples. Um, you all are all first grade, right? So third graders um, in Ms. Bounds' class this year were studying bats, and so they drew pictures of bats, and they did research about a different kind of bat, and so then they did a little audio boo that went with it. So this is an example of how the audio boos can also be put together on a page, and so we won't do all these, but I'll play a couple. And I'm going to click play, and then I'll click on the picture so you can kind of see how you can zoom in on the, the art that they did. Yes, you can. I'm going to show you. So it will create a page of all of these, but you can also take individual ones and then, like they've done here, um, link just the, like a few or something Hi, that you want to show. Hi, my name is Taylor. My bat is a fisherman bat. The reason why their name is a fisherman bat is because they eat fish. What I also like about them is their color. It is a light orange with yellow and brown. That's what I like about the fisherman bat. Okay, so just very simple, very, very quick. I'm going to open up a little app called a timer, just called Timer Plus, actually, um, and give you a minute, and I'd like you to talk with your neighbor about this activity. What do you see, uh, how do you see your kids maybe using this and doing something with, an, with a narrated audio? Okay, so just talk with your neighbor for a minute. All right. I like this little timer because <clears throat> you can have all kinds of nice sounds that it does. So my daughters like to do the Gangnam style song. We won't do that one right now. But um, so anybody want to share share a thought? What do you what what was what's great about this assignment? Well, it's using technology. True, it uses technology. It's becoming such a huge thing now. Right. And just they can hear them speak themselves. Yeah, I think it would speak. be a, a great motivator. I mean, they're going to want to do better, want to do a good job, not just, you know, whip something out. For a couple reasons. One, they have the potential of their parents and their peers and others actually hearing what they're doing. So the audience can be bigger than just, I did this for class. But number two, what happens when we record ourselves and we listen? We go, it's painful, right? Well, yes. and when you're younger, sometimes you're more excited about it. Right. But what hap what's the dynamic that happens when you listen to your recording, or when your kids listen to their recordings? What's going to happen? They can hear the mistakes. They become self-aware. Right. Oh, I sound like that. Oh, I said uh. Oh, I said but. Oh, I said, and they get to record more than once, so they don't have to just do it one time and that's it. They can play it back. They can listen to it. Oh, I want to do that again. I want to do that again. You know, as a writing teacher, one of the most wonderful things is when a kid, a child says, can, can I do this again? Can, can, I, can I revise this? 
Yes, you know, yes, you can work harder and continue to work on that and make it even better. And so there are some natural dynamics that happen. And then what about privacy and confidentiality and our fear of, of Internet predators and stuff? What, what about that here? Do we have no pictures? There's not a picture of the child. Okay, we're just using first name. Now, we have never had in the United States student poetry or student artwork shared online, and then they got kidnapped. Okay, that's never happened. Now, we need to be safe. We need to be aware of permissions, and I think you all already have forms that parents sign giving permission to share student pictures and work, all that. And I'm not making light of safety because it is serious. But I don't want to have what often happens when we talk about internet safety is to scare parents to death and to scare teachers to death and be like, oh my gosh, if you have one thing online, your kids are going to be abducted. Well, that has never happened for just student work being shared. Our kids are sharing stuff, especially as they get older, all the time. And, and sometimes we're not talking with them about what to do and how, to, how that needs to be safe. So as we provide situations like this for kids to record, to get feedback, and you know, even for parents to be able to give feedback, all of that can be very positive for, for developing our digital literacy skills. And what is it that we share and how do we share and how do we comment appropriately and things like that. So we're going to do this activity with a free app that's called Audioboo. And what I have done, I'm going to try and model today um, the way that you can use this next week or when you come back for Christmas break and the way that you can do that. That's why we're going to use the iPads that are here. You'll be able to install the app on your own iPad, but this cart is available for you to use. And Again, my passion is really let's create stuff. Let's share our voices. Let's help our kids record and be able to um, share their work and also their skills in a way they might not have been able to do. You know, we send packets home, and do you all send folders home like a certain day of the week or whatever? We do Thursday folders. You know, we do that stuff, right? But you're not usually sending home their recording of here's where they are in December of 2012 with their reading or with their fluency and stuff like that. So I have given all of you a piece of paper and you have some crayons. So I would like you to please get that piece of paper and draw a quick picture. I did The Hobbit for mine and uh, I was going to tell about the book. Yes, you can do anything you want. Now sometimes that freaks out both adults and kids when we're not bounded with the assignment. So if you'd like a more specific assignment, choose a book maybe that you would like your kids to read or your favorite holiday book. In fact, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do another one, and I'm going to do a favorite holiday book. Now, um, is anybody intimidated by drawing and sharing their draw their art? Show them my snowman, and they'll be fine. <laughs> no, this wasn't bad. She's okay. I have learned, because I love creativity, and I think we need to encourage people of all ages to be more creative. And in school, especially as we go higher up sort of the food chain, we tend to get bad with that. We don't ask kids to draw anymore. Sometimes we don't even ask them to be creative. We're just like, sit down, shut up, listen to what I have to say. Now, you're first grade. I'm sure you all are, you know, not lecturing all day long to your kiddos. That just doesn't work. It actually doesn't work very good with 12th graders either. But the research shows that about fourth grade, kids stop drawing. And one of the reasons is they get intimidated and maybe somebody says that's not good. And, you know, puberty starts to hit somewhere around... It's earlier sometimes, but, you know, or upper elementary, going to middle school. I don't know all the reasons, but I do know that it's, it's good to ask kids to draw what they are understanding as a strategy that's called visual representation or non-linguistic representation, which just means drawing a picture, all right? And you can even do this for complex tasks, you know, um, 
whatever, you know, the highest math that you did, if you think about those math problems, you know, illustrating the problem, um, illustrating a concept, that could be in science, it could be the water cycle, it could be um, all kinds of things. But it's, it's a good strategy because you're asking the, the student to process what they're talking about and to be able to represent it in a different way. So don't feel like you have to have the perfect picture because basically you're going to narrate it and talk a little bit about it. Which is what? <laughs> well, you know, the interesting thing about creativity is so often creativity builds on other, other things that we've seen. And so while we want to be sure we're not copying without credit and without attribution, um, a lot of creativity, yeah, I saw somebody doing a Christmas tree, and so I started to, a lot of creativity comes when we copy. I mean, how do we, and how do we start to learn how to draw the alphabet, write in the alphabet? We copy letters, right? And we spend time practicing that. So, yeah, and actually, if you want to sit right here, it's fine. We're drawing a picture. You can draw a picture of your, we're going to do a little narration, but if you want to draw a picture of um, a book that you like for the holidays or a favorite book or whatever you want, we're going to just, we're narrating art with an app. You may, yes, you may do any of these that you want. And if you want to sing in your audio boo, you can. That's right. So we're, uh, we're going to basically do a short narration. So if you want to do a book that you like during the holidays or a book that you like your kids to do, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do a good Santa. What, that story? It's a snow Remember? Yeah. No, it's a blizzard. What was that story we had in our day full about the dot? The dot was her story. slogans that I've picked up as I've done different kinds of digital media products or projects with teachers and students is it's never done, it's just do, you know? And so we always have constraints in school with just so much time, just so many resources, <clears throat> however many kids that we have, all those things put constraints on us. So don't feel like you have to do a fully perfect, sometimes with teachers do, we think, okay, be perfect. Well, y'all need to see Cher Brixie's drawing, huh? Well, actually, yeah. while yeah, while you're <laughs> while you're doing that, we can play now like some it. of the ones from this morning. She um, because yeah, everybody's going to record now. If you want to delete yours after you do it, and I did delete a couple people's, we will be glad to delete them. Our students, my students, would like to see mine, and then they could. Let's see. What I have created this morning and today for us to use is an account that we're just going to use for our class today. 
But this is the same thing that I would encourage you to do is to create an account. Oops. Create an account that you're going to be able to use um, with your class. With first graders, you're really not going to want the kids to create accounts. In fact, it's easier to all use the same account just like this. Angie, which one do you think we ought to play? I think we should do the cat one. The cat one first? Okay. Okay, now this one will intimidate everyone because this is the art teacher, right? All right. And, you know, these dynamics always happen in school, too. Like, who wants to share? And someone's like, oh, I want to, and they do the best one, and then no one else wants to share. Okay, so don't be intimidated by this. All right, nobody's <laughs> It's like a professional drawing. I know. It's by a professional artist. This is Brixie, and I'm here to tell you about Penelope, the Sphinx cat. Penelope has no hair. Please do not confuse Penelope with a chihuahua. She is not a chihuahua, not a dog, but a cat. Cats are very different than dogs. Penelope thinks she is much smarter than most dogs. One thing you will notice about Penelope that might be a little different from other cats besides not having any hair is that she's wearing a scarf. She has a little harder time keeping warm. She really needs to have on a sweater because it is December. <laughs> All right. So there's her little 40-second recording. Here, let's do one we didn't do before. This is Frosty Goes oh, to the is, Beach. This is greens. Oh. This is Julie Greens. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Julie, and this year my favorite author is Santa Claus. He came out with a new book this year called Frosty Goes to the Beach with His Family. Frosty and his family had such a great time. They went snorkeling, went to the rainforest, climbed mountains, went hiking, went swimming on the beach. The only bad thing that happened was Miss Frosty got really sunburned and had to spend part of her vacation wrapped up in a blanket with vitamin E cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Who was that? Julie So AudioBoo is a program that we can just do all kinds of things. And, of course, we're not limited to just doing art. We can take, you know, regular pictures and, and even take pictures from other places and put them in. But it's this simple idea of taking a picture and then narrating it with my voice. A lot of times you might want students to prepare for this in advance before you get the cart. One of the dynamics I'm sure that will happen here is you're not going to be able to take the cart probably for a whole week. You won't get to monopolize it because there's a lot of folks, I mean 25 classes, 24 classes, so you have a lot of teachers and you know, you'll just be able to use it maybe for a day or you guys will work out that schedule. So this kind of a project works well because your kids can prepare in advance with a little um, story that they're going to write, or maybe it is just something that they're going to narrate. Another reason it's great for primary age kids is our kids can express verbally, usually, a lot more than they can write out in complete sentences with correct punctuation, all that kind of stuff. So it's not that we don't want them to be writing, we do, but they can communicate quite a bit verbally, and part of the Common Core is helping kids practice their oral fluency and their oral communication skills. What do they tell us about fear of public speaking with adults? How higher is our fear usually? Very Up at the top, yeah. right? More than death, they say. You fear it more than death. And as teachers, we teach all the time in front of kids, but, you know, we're not getting up in front of our peers. A lot of times if we ask a teacher to hear, teacher, teacher, you know, teach your peers. I mean, that feels different than with kids. So what I'd like to do now is I'm going to show you how to use AudioBoo on your iPad. 
And then I'm going to ask you to go ahead and create one that you share. And we're going to talk about that and how that works. So on your iPad, in fact, right now, I'm going to, I'm, I've been using my own, I'm going to um, switch over to one of the cart iPads. And because we're on the same wireless network, I brought my laptop and hooked, and Angie helped me hook it up to the laptop. One of the things that I can do, if I get on the wireless, one of the things that I can do is I can mirror my screen so that it is up here on the, uh, the television. And um, the way that I do that is I, I double tap my home button, and you can do that now if you want to. In fact, we're going to go through a couple things. So your iPad, like your, well, it is a computer, will run multiple programs at the same time. You have two buttons on your iPad. You have the power button on top. You have the home button on the front. When you double tap your home button, it shows you all the apps that have been running recently. And when I push those over to the right, I have my space to control my iPod to play music and control my volume and stuff. But when I have an Apple TV or software that makes my computer into an Apple TV, that's what shows up here. So that's how I'm, I'm doing that now. The other way you can share your iPad screen is to have a adapter. This is about a $30 adapter. And um, Sabra, right? You did good. Sabra and I chatted about this, and I recommend that, that you all think about maybe getting one of these to just go on the cart so that you have it when it comes to your room. And maybe at some point you could have a laptop that goes with it. And that way you can plug the laptop in and do this kind of thing. Okay, so what we want to do is we're going to do, use the purple Audioboo icon. When you're in the Apple Store and you search for Audioboo, be aware that th there are a couple different versions and Audioboo is all one word. We actually don't want the iPad version because this one just plays. And you can see it's, it's a purple mic on white. We want the opposite. This is not technically an iPad app. It's an iPhone app. And so you might have to click iPhone apps, and you'll see it. And it's free to download. It's also free for Android, for Android phones, for iPhones. And it even works on the web, so you can just go to their website and do this. But it's a lot easier when you actually use it on the iPad. We want to be logging in to the same account today. And so um, if you'll click on your iPad and find the Audioboo icon, it should already be downloaded and it'll be that purple icon with the white microphone. When you click on it, we're not using the same um, iPads that the teachers did this morning. They used iPads that were on the top, so yours have not been logged in. So at the top of Audioboo, I'd like you to go ahead and click where it says Log In, and then I'm going to ask you to use the account that I created and it's got this username and password. So uh, you can jot that down if you want to or just type it in. But I created that this morning. It's just Grove Demo, all is one word, and the word Grove. Now, why do you think you don't want to pass out a username and password to your first graders? What would be troublesome with that? You, I mean, you can lose control because they could do that at any time, do that at home, you know, put stuff on your channel. 
Do you think it might also be a little challenging to have 25 first graders all, you know, yes, put that in? It's just going to waste time. So my recommendation to you is going to be to create an account with your email for your class and um, you may have to click iPhone apps right there. Oh, okay. that's why I'm not finding yep. it. Sorry. And then it's going to be right in the first one. Um, create your account, and then this is something that you'll do on the iPads before the kids get there. And it might be something to ask um, Sabre to help with or whoever is assisting you. Will it stay logged in? Yeah, it does. And so that means logging out at the end. But that is... You'll, you'll see, because as we do this, yeah. it will streamline the process to where we can, take our, we can make our recording, take our picture, click publish, oh, we'll put on a title, and we're done, okay, and we share it. So what I'm going to do now is um, switch over to my other iPad here. I'm going to log in, so I'm going to put Grove Demo... And, oh, if yours is small like this, do you know how to make iPhone apps take up the whole screen? There's a button in the corner that says 2X, okay? And that makes it big. So it doesn't technically increase the pixels that are on it, but it just fills the screen. And so you can do that if your iPad didn't automatically um, fill the screen. All right. So I am now logged in. And what button do you think I'm going to push? Record, okay? Now that green record doesn't immediately start the recording. What it does is it brings up this screen, and when I hit the red record, it is going to actually give me a three-second countdown, and then it'll start, and it'll show me my audio levels. You do not have to have a microphone or anything else to connect. These, pa these uh, cases are nice because they don't cover up the um, camera. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a short recording, and then I'm going to take a picture, put my title on, and say publish. So here I go. Um, I click record. Hi, this is Wes, and I'd like to tell you about one of my favorite Christmas books, which is Santa Mouse. We read Santa Mouse when I was little, and my children love Santa Mouse. And it's the story of how Santa got help from a little mouse, and the mouse went around with him on uh, New Year on Christmas Eve to deliver packages. And so it's become a tradition in our family to leave treats for Santa Mouse as well as Santa, because my kids have grown up knowing about Santa Mouse. So check out that book. All right, I'm going to hit pause. I can press play. Hi, this is Wes, and I'd like to tell you about one of my favorite... If I don't like it, what do you think I can do? Cancel. Cancel. Okay, right in there in corner. I can cancel, and oh, what's going to happen if the kids have to do it again to their oral communication skills? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, you're going to get better. You know, they're going to practice. And so that's a very, very good thing about this. It can be very intimidating to get in front of the class and share... But when you use a program like Audioboo, you can record it several times until you're happy with it, until you like it. You can also click Resume. So we could tell a little Christmas story together, and I could start, Once upon a time, Santa Claus was preparing for Christmas, but Rudolph was sick. And then I could pause and hand it to the next person, and then resume. And so you can go up to three minutes and, and tell a little story, like kind of like you do a flashlight story or something like that around a campfire. But when I'm done... I'm going to click the green publish button. There are two things that I recommend you do here. Number one, add a picture. 
and number two out of title. Now, it will put some kind of silly name in here, and unfortunately it was doing Hangover Boo last time, several times. Yeah, so like that's not really first grade appropriate, but um, <laughs> that's the first thing I've encountered there. I'm like, okay, but you want, you want to put a title, and it's a good idea for your kids to put their first name. That way, parents, you will know, okay, who did this Santa Mouse one? So I'm going to click Add Photo, and if I've already taken a photo that's on this iPad, in this photo roll, I could choose it. But I haven't done that, so I'm going to say Take Photo, and it's going to open up my camera. So I'm going to go ahead and get over my picture, and I don't have to have it just perfect, because after I take the picture, I can pinch and zoom in or out to get just the part of it that I want. All right. So then I say Use. The second thing you want to do here is put a title. And so I'm going to call this Santa Mouse, I can spell mouse, by Wes, and click Done. There is a place to put in what are called tags or a description, but let's not worry about that now. As you do more, you might use a tag for a project, like one of the teachers this morning is doing an oceans project. So you could use ocean or oceans and then on your audio boo channel you'd be able to filter out and just see the kids that did an ocean audio boo and it's just a way of filtering it but all you need to do today is take your picture and put in a title when I click this green button it is sending it up to the web and it's going that fast and boom there it is it is actually on the internet and what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna show you where that is and I'm gonna let you go to it because when you create an audio boo channel it uses whatever you set up as your channel name, and we used Grove Demo. It creates this website. And I'm going to view this in the desktop mode, not the mobile mode. And so look at that. I am not a snowman. What I'd like to do now is let you open it on your computer. And to do that, I'm going to use something called a QR code. Have you all seen QR codes in grocery stores? And how do you how do you explain what is a QR code? It what does it do? Sends you, it's like a link, basically. So you can click it, and it'll send you to like a website or yep. whatever. Yep. On or whatever. So mine will go to my classroom website. Awesome. So you're already using some. Mm -hmm. um, there, I just Googled create a QR code. And the one that I like, it's not the top one, it's about fourth or fifth. I like this, this one. But you can take any link that you want, you can copy it, and then you can make a QR code with it. So what I'd like you to do right now is in your iPad, you've got a, an app, press the home button, an app called iNigma. It is uh, a white border and it's got orange squares pardon me, um, on it. Just click iNigma. It's, it's on the same page as AudioBoo um, somewhere. And then just scan that um, code that I've got up there on the board. Just hold up your iPad to the screen and let it scan it. It is going to immediately jump to our AudioBoo page and you can click play on that and listen to that AudioBoo that I just made on my iPad. Yep, you did it. You did it. Now click play. It was that fast. So one of the ways that you can help students get to websites when you're teaching with the iPad 
is you can use a QR code. Yes, and I and that's that's one reason why I really recommend. Um, I like that Enigma. Technically speaking, Enigma is a iPhone app. It's doubled in size, but having used maybe five or six apps, all free, it's the fastest one and seems to work the best, even when you're at a distance. Some teachers will use.、Um, QR codes in their classroom, and with the iPads when they want the kids to go, you know, do something. Or、um, sometimes they, I've even seen teachers、uh, use a QR code、uh, as feedback, so that they'll, you know, for their green star, they'll they'll click and it'll play. Hey, hooray! You've done great. But you know, it's just things that can be printed on the wall, or you can just show it on your your、um, projector screen, and that that's the best way to get to a website. You do not want. It, <laughs> Great kids of any age, first grade, twelfth grade,、yeah. to be spending their time typing in an address, trying to get it right. You can go to the address and create it. So, what I'd like you to do now is use AudioBoo. I'm going to give you about five minutes or so, and if you want to go to a different part of the library, you can. But I want you to、uh, just record a little bit that will go with your picture. All right. And then you're going to take your picture. Try and remember to put a title and by your name. You don't. I mean, some people will forget. It's just like the kids. And we can edit. And I'll show you how you can edit them. No, on your、uh, when you when you publish. Yeah. So you're going to record. Then you're going to take take your picture and put in your title. Okay. Got about five minutes. Go. And if you need me, I'm here. Very good. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, so let's let's turn off your mirroring. So double tap your home button, and we'll have somebody else do it. Now f- flick your apps over to the right. Just push them over to the right. Click the AirPlay, and now you're going to go back to iPad. Tap iPad at the top, and now it's off the screen. And let's have somebody over here. Somebody over here. Who'd like to play another audio boo for us? Okay, so head over there. Double tap that. Yep. Flick the apps over to the right. Click AirPlay. And then turn mirroring on. You had already clicked on my MacBook, but、yeah. now when the mirroring's on, it's showing it. So tap Home, and why don't you rotate your iPad to the side so it'll fill the screen? And okay, somehow there's got to be a way that it saves this setting. I took that off. Yeah, and I don't know. Well, maybe I, maybe it's a setting. Here we go. Can I do that? No. Is it? Okay, so now we got two people connected. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, this, but it's really wonderful to be able to share student,、um, you know, share student work in this way. And it's still okay. So, who, who's our second person that's connected? I'm one. She's two. Okay, that's okay. That's all right. Just double tap your home button, flick it over to the side. So, flick, push your apps over, and then tap AirPlay, and just go back to iPad. So tap iPad now. <laughs> so actually, one of the things that we're starting to do in our district is put passwords on those,、um, and we actually have a different network for teacher iPads. I I think I mean, yeah, you can have that happen where multiple kids are connecting, but I actually think it's a good thing just to be able to say, here, will you show me, you know, show everybody what you've done, and being able to do that. But it can be a little crazy, and yes, kids could disrupt、just、if they were gonna. Just grab your iPad and use、yeah. the mirror for them, and they don't see it. So now hit Safari. Okay. Yes. Now hit Safari. Okay. And、um, let's go up to the top. So kind of move up to the top, and we're going to refresh the page because this just says 19 boos. 
So there's a couple ways to refresh it. This little recycling arrow that kind of goes around is refresh, or you can just click where it says Grove Demo. And if you click that, it should bring up, it says 21. Okay, so scroll down and find one that you'd like to play for us. Okay, who wants? We've done Santa's stock. How about Miss Willoughby's Christmas okay. tree? No, how about not? <laughs> every year to my first graders because I absolutely love it. The story starts out with Mr. Willoughby going to cut down a Christmas tree. And he finds out that his tree is way too big to fit into his house. So he cuts it off and throws it outside. Well, then the tree gets found by several other people and animals. And what they find about the tree also is that it's too big to fit into their homes. So they keep cutting it and keep cutting it and keep cutting it, and eventually, all these different people and animals have a part of Mr. Willoughby's Christmas tree in their home to share with their family. I hope you like this story as much as I do. That's Good job. Good job. Good job. Yay. Good job. Yeah. I know, like, for the kids, or what am I trying to say? Mm -hmm. Not illustrate the book. Reviewing. Narrate. Reviewing. Narrate. Or narrating. Yeah. yeah. There are lots of possibilities that you can do with Audioboo. Um, we have a teacher or the librarian in one of our four or five schools in Yukon who is having the kids do reviews of the Sequoia books. And they're making QR codes, and then the kids can actually listen to each other. And so we're, we're, we've been doing this for a couple months, and she just said this week that there are kids coming in saying, so-and-so, listen to my book or listen to my review and they've read the book. And so not only is it helping them practice their oral fluency, it's allowing them to recommend books to each other. The audience is different because it's their peers. And um, they're also doing a lot better job than they were at the beginning because they've recognized, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. This is kind of a big deal. And so she, and we're going to try to shoot a little video of this um, well, we'll have to do it after Christmas, I guess. But uh, having the kids show, because she said, if you look at how basic their first ones were, they've just, they're spending more time. And they said, Miss Clinton, can I revise this? Is it okay if I work on this some more? And they're working on it at home and stuff. So that's exciting. So let's, um, well, let me, you guys talk with your neighbor. I'm going to start my timer again. I don't think I have the timer app on this one. Okay, I have a quick question. Yeah, let's just, let's just, let's just have questions. Okay, so... If I, I should have a, my own channel or whatever just for my class. Is that I would, saying? yes, okay. recommend today. Right. I'm trying to model kind of how I'd recommend you do right. it. And instead of click log in, you're going to click sign up and okay. use your email. It'll ask you for a channel. And uh -huh. so, like, I could do Mr. Fryer's class or okay. Fryer class or you could plan for the school year. I could say Fryer 12, 13, you know, right. something like that. Okay. And then you'll use that for all of your kids as they do audio boo okay. on the iPad. So can you make one on this iPad or do you need to make it mm -hmm. on your phone? You can actually make it on, in, on any iPad that you want when you are in the audio boo. Let's do this. Go ahead and go to the audio boo application and let me see if I can. So audio boo and the way that, yeah, who else is mirroring here? How do I get somebody's I, mirroring me? Just yeah, it's, do I forget to go back? You're gonna click iPad and go back to iPad. So just touch iPad. Well you turned off mirroring, but also actually touch iPad at the top. And then yeah. it's 
Do it again. Oh, I see. It. Yeah, tap iPad, and then it just goes back to you. There you oh. go. Okay. Um, so that, because that's how you toggle in between showing it. Okay. So when we're in the AudioBoo application, up here at the top, we have we can browse. Are you there? If you're not, if you're there, if, if you're not there, okay, you might have. Yeah, go back to AudioBoo. And there's a back button. You might need to click back if you were looking at the booze. And back will take you to this screen. Here, here on the far left side is a settings button. And that's where you can log in and out of an account. You can create a new account. I like that you don't have to verify your email address. But just really make sure you get your email address right. Some sites will ask you to put it in twice and all that. I think this just asks you one time. So just make sure you have it right. But you don't have to go check your email after you make your account. You can just put it in and start recording. But that's I would recommend you do so that. So you can sign up on this iPad? Yes. Yes. But I would write it down. I would write down whatever you put in as your, your password, so you know, when you create your account. Except I can't get that app to Even when we restarted? Okay. Angie will we'll call, call you in. Yeah. Either of them. I could use, use your, the iPad. Use your one. karma. Make it work. Um, so we log out of the, when we were in, and then and then you in. then you can create yeah then you'll sign up and you can create so log out of account create your own so like a username would you want to use like bacon well or what would you suggest maybe like bacon twelve thirteen or um, whatever you're gonna have for the your school year for the year oh, okay so um, I've done Coach Friars I'm a coach for instruction um, uh, that's what my YouTube channel was. Um, you all, I mean, you can create, I think you have to have a different email. Do you all use Gmail or what are you all using for your email accounts? Are you all Regular a Google? Net. Are you a Google? Using Google. Mm -hmm. So um, when you create it, it'll be, you have to use a different email account when you create a different channel. Um, I just create one with your email account and you can call it, call it your last name. Yeah, I would. So I would, I don't have to put it, or yeah, I still want to use your name. Yes. Your, your username is going to be your channel, and then you're going to put an email address and a password. Those are the keys to your account. And, and I recommend that just like you protect a credit card you know, in, your, in your purse or wallet, you know, treat passwords the same way. This is an important thing for kids to learn, too. Um, you might have some kids playing Club Penguin or uh, Webkins, and if you ask kids, like, do you know anyone who's had their account you know, with some, somebody's gotten their account and sold all their stuff. These are virtual environments with virtual pets. But, you know, if it happens with Accelerated Reader. Do you all do Accelerated Reader with tests? With kids take, we do reading count. Okay, but I mean, taking, control, take, taking care of your password and not letting somebody have your password. In most schools today, if I go in and ask a group of kids, hey, has anybody played Club Penguin or Webkins? Has anybody ever had, you know, a friend whose account got taken over and they'll sell all their stuff, they get their virtual furniture and their clothes? Anyway, mm -hmm. sometimes they can relate to that. You know, protect your password. we got to protect our passwords, too. So um, I would also encourage you to write it down, but don't just you know leave it out somewhere. Um, but you can jot it down so that you'll you'll be able to have it. Um, I also did give you my card, and if you don't have one, I've got extras. But this is this is my card, and it has our website maps.playingwithmedia.com. So um, the the in, in fact, let's let's go there now, and I'll show you where where all this stuff is. So I'm going to go to. That website, but you don't have to type it in. I'm going to make a QR code for you. It's maps.playingwithmedia.com, 
And this is the website that has all of oops, all of these different products that we can make. All right. So I want to share this link with you. And this is so there, here's a here's a QR code review. When you want to copy a link on the iPad, you can touch up there at the top. Are we done at one o'clock? Do we just have three minutes? One ten. One ten. Okay. You can touch up here at the top, and, and it will give you a choice to select all. And then you can copy. So just like you copy and paste on your computer, where you highlight, and then either Control-C or right-click copy or edit copy, you can copy a link. Except this time, what I'm going to do is I'm going to paste that QR code here into this QR code maker and create the QR code. So please get out your, or just open your Enigma account, or Enigma app. You can uh, just double click your home button if you want, and open up Enigma, and scan, scan that. Double tap your home button. Just, no, double tap, double tap home, and type Enigma. See, I'm, I've, I've written down the link for you, but to save you time, you can scan that. So pick up so, your iPad oh, and, and just scan, scan it. it. Yep. How do we get, like, on our own personal iPad? How do we get Enigma? You can go to the App Store and um, you can search for Enigma on the App Store. Double click. Oh, I put the wrong email address up for my account. No, I forgot. Okay. Was it uh, your, like, it, it was a different email? It was just the wrong name. I put in April Evans instead of A. Evans. Oh, okay. I think you'll need to create a different account. Cause well, how do I log out? It says choose log out to post to a different account. It is log out. It was here. I logged out, and I was okay. not there anymore. Huh. And I pushed on that a million times. Hmm. Let's close the app. Push the home button. Double click, double tap that. Push and hold down. Oh no! Okay. Push and hold down. Close it. Now home button. Launch it again. And then go back. Okay, because that. Now go to settings and see. Now log out. Yes. Okay. The reason why I wanted you to go to this site is the links that I'm sharing today are here under narrated art, okay? This is the project that we're doing. So those examples that I showed you were here, the student examples. And I've also got some videos here that um, there's a five-minute video of how to use Audioboo on the iPad. And then there's a video that I'm going to show you um, here in a minute about that we're doing in our library. Um, so this is... This is a, and then there's the link to Audioboo. So um, this is a website that's going along with a book that I am uh, in the process of writing to talk about these different products. And, and then this is the one that we're doing. Okay. So there's a couple. What did you tap on? I tapped narrated art. Narrated. Okay. We're doing the second one, narrated art. Okay. All right. So a couple things about your Audioboo account. You might have noticed as we were looking at this that it just has a plain green background. It says Grove Demo. People don't have any idea what that is. Okay, So you can, when you log in to your account, and I'll log in to Grove Demo, you can change this stuff. And you can put a little icon for your 
it's called an avatar. So you can go to settings. And this morning I went to the your website and grabbed your Ridgy. Okay? So I've got a little picture of Ridgy, and I can say Grove uh, demo account. We're in Grove, Oklahoma. If I wanted to put our website address, I can. I could say this is a test account for teachers in Grove, Oklahoma. Now, when I update this and people visit this page, they'll see that picture. They'll see what this is and have a little bit of an idea about it. So some of the examples that I showed you today, like I'll go to that kindergarten example that I showed you earlier. It's under narrated art, and it's this first example. No, the first one was, was the name art, but then I showed you this kindergarten book review, right, that Emily Murrow did. What book did you read? Okay. When I click on Emily Murrow's name, you can see that she's chosen to share a picture of herself. Now, she's an adult choosing to do that. As kids share things, we'll encourage them to use avatars and not their... Um, you know, their own picture. But it says her name, kindergarten, Yukon Public School. So that's something that you can do, and I'd encourage you to do for your channel because it's going to help people get some more context as they look at this. Where is this coming from? Where is this? And this is stuff that you will want to do probably on your computer, okay, rather than on your iPad. Now, I have a quick question. Okay. So when they go there like this. Right. There's no login or anything. They can just go to see that. They can they just go and see it. Right. What our login is. Correct. Okay. Now, something else I want to show you is if you have... Does anybody have one that they want to delete? Yeah, you can delete mine. You sure? Yeah, mine too. Okay. Well, okay. Please delete mine. <laughs> okay. Tell me the names of the ones you all want deleted. Are you sure? Billy Boo is really good. we got to delete it? Okay. What's yours? Thanks. I liked it. I mean, if you want to, we can we can delete it if, you, if you'd prefer. It's okay. What's the name of it? I don't have a story. I was just talking about the tree right now. This one? The Christmas tree? Okay. When I a couple things. When I click on the name of this this boo, all right, I have logged in so I can edit it. So if the name was wrong or we forgot your name, we could click edit and put that in. It's a lot easier if you can get your kids to put their name in first at the time they do it, because you don't have to go back there and edit it. So that's why I recommend just have a title and say their name. You also, if you look underneath it, have something called embed code. Now, don't be scared by this because it does look a little scary, but you don't you can simply copy this code and put that on a web page and let the audio boo be right on the page. That's how we created this post about bats where I showed you some of the third grade bat you know projects and they're and they're just right here. I asked the teacher Ms. Bounds to to give me the links to five of our favorite bat reports that our kids did, and we showed them there. So AudioBoo supports that. In this case, we want to delete it, so we'll click the Edit button, and that's where it lets me delete it. All this is from the computer. So we're, we're using AudioBoo, the app, to readily take the picture, make the recording, get it published. But on the website, you can log in, 
and make some different changes. So basically, they don't have to necessarily go to the audio boo website to no. They can go to my website. Exactly. And exactly. And then if you have like a class blog where parents yeah. can comment and you moderate, I think that's really the best because then the comments are there on the blog. Audioboo doesn't yet let us moderate comments. You could turn the comments off, um, but um, this is the easiest and, and best free site that I've found for making narrated art. And so while there's a whole lot of apps, and there's great apps to have your kids use the carts with, I think it really can open up some good doors for letting students share their voice, practice their fluency, you know, share with parents. Last year we had um, third grade parent, grandparents did not live in Oklahoma. They got to hear, you know, their granddaughter's um, story that she did. You know, and that kind of thing, it wouldn't have happened if they weren't recording and sharing. So I am going to encourage you to experiment with Audioboo. You know, even this holiday with your family getting together, um, having members of your family tell a story, you know, about what's one of your favorite Christmas stories, I mean, or Christmas memories. There's all kinds of things. And um, we're talking instruction and with kids, but, you know, the voice is a magical thing. And I wish I had recordings of my grandparents even telling very simple, basic things. I don't. You know, I think my, my grandmother on my mom's side, we have some cassette tape recordings. And who's got a cassette player? Um, but, you know, we don't have any of the, of the others. So audio recording is a very good way to practice fluency. It's a good way for students to be able to put their best foot forward because they don't have to, you know, go with their first recording. And, you know, it links to the Common Core. It ties in with what you're doing you know, with your, your curriculum. And it can be a way for the technology to not only be a game that we play, but something we create and something we share and, and letting parents, you know, have a window into how their kids are doing and, and what they're creating. Logging out. Can we get them to log out? Yeah, let's, let's do that. Good idea. So when, when you're done with your Audioboo project or when you're done working with the Audioboos, and this just might be at the end of the day, too, before you turn the card over to the next person, in the Audioboo app, you're going to click log out of account. So we're going to open Audioboo, and you need to get back here to, to settings, and you're going to click log out. That means somebody's not going to come in and post stuff to your channel. It'll probably happen that that will. If it does, you can go log into your account, you can delete it, you can edit it, but um, that way it's it's set for the next class. I wish there was a way to wave a magic wand over the iPad and say, log them all out, but they, they don't they don't have that right now. So. so this white one, can we find our team on it? You know, I have not played with it a lot. I don't think so. I think it mainly has like the BBC and like professional ones and stuff like that. And it's just an app for playing audio booths. I have heard that they are working on an iPad native one that will be full size. So, you know, at some point. I accidentally downloaded that one first, not knowing that was. Right, which is easy to do because it comes right up. It doesn't say audio boo playing only. Any last questions you'd like to ask? I am going to give Angie a code. Um, 
to my ebook. Um, my ebook is Playing with Media, and I'm going to uh, give you all copies of my ebook for free. And um, I've act- and actually, I'll, here you can if you want to drop this down. I forgot to tell the morning group about this, but. Um, I will email this so they'll send it out. But my, my book is Playing With Media. So when you go to just playingwithmedia.com and you click ebook, I made a discount code, Grove, for a 100% discount, good through December 31st. And on that page, there's a link about how you can get it on your iPad. It's about 200 megabytes in size, so it does take a while to download. Um, you might you could do that at home if your Internet is faster at home you know, than it is at school. But... Um, this book talks about ways you can use digital images, audio, uh, video, and use it with students. So, and there's 17 videos that are in the book. So the book has pictures, links, and it has videos that are inside. And that's why it takes a little while to download it. Is it still not letting you log out? Hers did the same thing. It's like saving her still in there. Yeah, mine was saved on there too. Right, it, it'll still save it, but it won't let you when it when you, if, you, if we would record a new one, it wouldn't put it in the channel. You have to be logged in in order to do it on the channel. Okay, this it did this on another one too. Push, push the home button. Now double tap home. Double tap home. Push and hold down on Audioboo, and then close it by clicking the now home button again, and home button again, and Audioboo. And now go to settings and it should let us log out. Click over, flip over. Settings and log out. I don't know, but you're you're in your. This is but this is the card one, so you'll want to click log out. My question was, where is the instructions on how to link this to my website? Where is that? I will do on the on the page that I created for the mapping media. If you go to the mapping media, maps.media. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and you click narrated art. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a link right now. I just have a five minute video. It says tutorials, and I've got one that says how to use AudioBoo. I'm gonna make a tutorial because it's it's code that says embed, and it kind of depends on what your site is. But I will I will make one. I don't I haven't made that one yet. Any other questions? Thank you so much. That was awesome. Well, I really so hope. So really, if I have that cord, if we have that cord, we can plug in. The cord will let you plug into the the same thing that your computer plugs in. That's what this is. It's a VGA. So, and then at some point they might set a laptop up. But the laptop has to be wireless to do what I'm doing here. And the computers in your classroom are plugged into the wall. I have a wireless laptop, but it's not an Apple wireless. Will it work? Yeah, but the AirPlay it has a demo, and it's fifteen dollars. So you run that Air server on your laptop as long as they're on the same wireless and the school's set up. Well, your school's set up to have it open. Some of them lock it down and it can't, but, you, but your network is working. Then you could have your laptop like this plugged into your projector and you could be walking around your room. So go ahead and tap on Safari and go back. Let's see, did we um, just uh, type air server? Oh, good. So we were prepared. Okay. Uh-huh. And then that's it, air server. Now, you put that on your laptop, though. You don't put it on your iPad. But the air server, there's a couple, there's two different apps, but that's the one I've, I'm using, and that's the one I like the best. So if you have that on your wireless. If you have it on your laptop and you're on the same wireless, you got to be on the same wireless network, then it will show up when you double tap like you were doing. 
you double tap and it show up. It'll show up, and you can and you can project on. But I really. You have to have your laptop plugged into your projector. Yeah. So, but the, but it avoids having to spend a hundred dollars on an Apple TV, and instead fifteen dollars and you use your laptop. And I really think that's wonderful because just being able to wander around the room, you know, check out what kids are doing, not being tethered to the front of the room, is a really big deal. And you know, that's having iPads. I think that's the best situation. And like we did too, you can have different kids share, you know, things that, or don't tell them about that, and you just do it. But you know, it's it is, it's good. Okay, now this is a really stupid question. How do you close out running apps? Double tap your home button. Hold down your finger on one of the apps. So just hold down your finger until they start to jiggle. And now just hit all those red dots. Hit them all. Yep. And they'll close them. save my battery life? You know, the Apple people will tell you it doesn't affect it. I, I sometimes have my kids, it seems like they run 50 apps. So every once in a while, I will do that and close them all out. But the iPad will run six to eight hours, generally. And I, I don't think it is like a huge drain. We actually have some carts without cases, which isn't good. They seem pretty good, but I don't know. I haven't actually. I mean, I know that you. It's good you have cases. The first time we had kids take iPads out to video on the blacktop, they dropped one, two hundred dollar, you know, screen busted. No cases. So they've so gotten no, like a few my cases. Right. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I, the one that I've seen actually for young kids, um, Brookstone um, has a case that's foam and it has big handles on both sides. I actually think that one looks pretty, pretty durable. And my sister, who has a two year old, you're welcome. Yes, thank you. I hope so. Um, my uh, sister has a two-year-old, and that's the case that they are they have, and it's got those big handles on the side. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Okay. So yeah, let's see. Huh? I don't know. Cool. I know. Okay, didn't know about that. So we, I just I did the standard. Yeah. So it looks like your school can order it, and then you can order it. pay that pay that price. But you know, you also might just get one sure. on, get one laptop that would go with the cart, and then you don't have to order a lot of them. Because if you all don't have laptops for teachers yet, then that that would be. But do you have? We just got new like computers last year. Yeah, I know. It's good. They're not even. Yeah, but the laptop for the don't you have to be connected into that anyway? Yes, you would have to plug it in instead of their classroom computer. Yeah. But the advantage is you could just do one license okay. for air display. Sure. So that was great. I think that we're better not doing the QR code thing yeah, first. Yeah, that kind of confused that first group a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have them aware of it and do it, yeah. but I like doing it later.